Legally Blonde, Suits, My Cousin Vinny. All badass lawyers, all different. Which begs the question, what type of lawyer do you want to be? Don't waste another second thinking, ugh, I don't even know what types of lawyers there are. Trust us, we've been there. Let's put a stop to that once and for all. Go take the 90-second quiz from new lawyer now what coach Angela Vorpal to give yourself a clear picture of the best fit type law for you. Go to www.whattypeoflawyerquiz.com and take the quiz today. Once you've taken the quiz, send us a DM on Instagram to let us know what type of lawyer you got. We can't wait to hear. guys and welcome back to ladies who law school podcast i'm Haley, and i'm sam and this week's episode is sponsored by barcast audio whether you're a rising 1l getting ready to start your first semester of law school or you're now a bar studying 3l this program is absolutely amazing it has such good options it's podcast like audio lessons that are the perfect option for busy people like you and i I personally used the constitutional law and evidence ones the most just because I like to have something, you know, like a podcast that's not a podcast telling me what I need to know for my exams. So I definitely think that if you're in law school or going to be a 1L or even a 2L, that this is something you should really look at. And of course, bar exam people, what's better than just tuning in to some bar cast prep, some mnemonics, questions on the go? It's great. And if you want 10% off, we have a code for you. And that would be ladies, L-A-D-I-E-S for 10% off at barcastaudio.com. Well, guys, this week we are going to chat all about the LSAT, the law school admission test. We get so many questions weekly, daily, it feels like about this time of year asking us what we recommend for LSAT prep, what we did, anything that we can give tips and tricks about this dreaded LSAT that all of us have to do to go to law school. So with that being said, we are going to talk about things that you need to figure out before you take the LSAT. We're going to talk about what we did, and then we're going to cover what our listeners, you guys did and talked about in the Facebook group. Just a disclaimer, we are not experts on the LSAT. So, you know, this is, you know, a bunch of people's opinions. We're not out here doing like a study on like what people got LSAT scores and all of that. Um, Some people did share what LSAT scores they got and we might share some of them for certain programs because it was really great jumps and it's, you know, testimony that it works. So yeah, we're really excited to finally give you guys this content because you guys have literally been begging and we've delivered. So here we go. So the first part of taking the LSAT is just figuring out what the test is, learning where to sign up, signing up, and then you're kind of like, okay, what do I do from here? So the first few things that you need to ask yourself a few questions that we jotted down that you need to ask yourself are what kind of study habits do you have and how do you study best? And you might be like, why? 
And this is because you need to figure out if and what you want to do study-wise. Do you want to have a self-paced course? Do you want to do an in-class? Do you want to do online? Do you want someone to give you a schedule? Do you want to read more than practice? These are just things you need to go over and ask yourself before you get ready to make the investment in taking the LSAT. I think that if you guys are in undergrad right now, it's a perfect time to figure out the way you learn. So really take advantage of that. Now, if you're not an undergrad and you're working or you've just been out of school and now you've decided to take the LSAT, how do you think they should approach it then? Well, like I said, like, how do you figure out how you learn if you maybe haven't figured it out post like before college, you know what, you know, cause like some yeah. people literally, it's a process. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that you need to really ask yourself like how much time you have to dedicate to studying. Because if you're working full time and you only study at night, then your schedule is going to be a little different than somebody who has eight hours a day to study and maybe can buy one of the programs who lays it out for you hour by hour what to do. So I think that that's something you need to think about. Also, with that being said, if even if you are working full time and you can only dedicate two or three hours a night to studying, if you continuously dedicate yourself to that time, you will see results. And the longer you do it, the better results you will see, of course. So, you know, if it's, which we're in summer right now. So let's say you have an internship. I know I was asking one of our friends, I was like, what did you do to study for the LSAT? And she said, well, I had an internship the summer before I took it. So I would just go home every night and study for like three hours on my porch. And that's awesome, right? I know I went home and studied after work for two or three hours every night. So you have to kind of judge your time around it, but also you have to be dedicated and be willing to put in those hours every single day. So I think what my question was more towards like, how do you figure out what type of studying is going to work for you? Like Mm, the video, like the video type or like the books, the self taught ones, like how do you like, well, yeah. And I guess that's what I mean. Like, you know, if, if you have more time on your hands, let's say, I think you can do a more self paced type Mm -hmm. class. If you have more time, like six months, you can probably do that. Let's say if you only have six weeks, you might want to look into doing um, a class that is online or in person. And that's just up to you, right? Like if you want to go online or in person. And and if you haven't studied in a while, you haven't gone to school, I mean, you're just going to have to be able to learn what does and doesn't work for you as you go along. You know, it's kind of just a learning lesson, um, trial by error. So I guess with that being said, people who don't maybe haven't figured out how they learn best, would you recommend that they really plan out their LSAT study plan and add extra time to it if they know that? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think, I mean, really, once you sit down with those books for the LSAT, you're going to probably be able to gauge pretty quickly how you feel about it. If you're like, wow, this is going to take some serious effort on my part to learn this, then I think that would also tell me that I needed a little more help, meaning that I needed accountability. And I think that's the positive part of doing um, a class or, you know, having kind of like 
when we were talking about bar studies, the Barbary, you mm-hmm. know, tracker, something along that line, um, a timeline that you're supposed to hit, which that could be self-paced too. Right. So I think everyone's different. Everyone learns differently, obviously, but you just really need to focus on that and focus on what is or isn't working for you as you go through the process and learning how you study best and with the amount of time you have. Like I said, if you have a lot more time, then maybe you can be a little more leisurely mm-hmm. in how you learn, how you study. And if, if your test is like in September, then I'm thinking, okay, we need to just learn as much as you can and you need to figure out like shotgun approach, you know, study flashcards, Quizlet, practice, practice, practice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny because I remember when I was choosing my LSAT prep for the first time around, like I didn't even look, I mean, I looked up like best LSAT prep and I just chose the first one, but I had no idea how I learned or how power, you know, I used power score for my first time around and I had no idea that I was not the type of person who could, you know, I can't just sit there and read books and like teach my, I mean, I can now technically that's what we do. But it was so different because we didn't get any guidance. Well, I didn't get any guidance to study for power score, right? But in law school, you know, you have guidance by your professor and you're sometimes teaching yourself. But I think it would be helpful to know, you know, what what which ones are the ones that we don't have to read for a lot? Which ones are the video ones? And so I think those, we're going to share that with you guys because I know that that was a big one for me because I made the switch from completely reading it all to just watching videos and it really worked for me. So that's why I'm so focused in on the how you learn because I think you could save a lot of time if you know ahead of time. Okay, well, let me give you a tip. Reading a book isn't going to teach you anything. I'll let you know that. And yeah, you're like, oh yeah, we do that in law school. But in reality, like that's not the case. We go to class, we digest the material, we then look at it like four more times and then we take a final at the end of the semester that's the key, right? Like you're reading your power score book. You need to take notes out of the book. If you're reading it, if you're okay, if you're self-paced, meaning that you're just doing this on your own, you're making your own schedule. You need to be organized. You need to have a book to read because it's going to teach you stuff, but then you're going to basically, that's why it's called power score Bible because it's basically trying to reference that you need to come back to this book over and over and over and over again in your LSAT journey. And I think it's so hard sometimes though. Oh, I mean, I'm sure, but that's the point. Like that's the idea, right? If you're going to do if you're going to do a book course and right now my brother is studying for the MCAT and he's going through this exact same situation. And I will tell you guys, he's a diligent guy, but even in that same sense, he needs a little bit of accountability and guidance to help him figure out what he needs to be studying and how often he needs to be studying. And I think the coolest part is that in the process of learning how you study, like you were mentioning, these programs that we're going to talk about can also help identify your weaknesses, which will ultimately make you better in law school because a lot of this stuff is reading comprehension and things of that nature. And you'll be able to be like, okay, I need to speed up my reading. Okay. Well, that's going to help you in law school. And let me tell you, because you're going to have to read so much material. So with all that being said, whether you're in school or you're working or you're taking a gap year, the ultimate thing is you have to figure out how much time you want to dedicate and what kind of learner you are. And one of those is easy to figure out and one of them, not so much, right? So you need to just sit down and really 
take that in before you truly commit to doing this. Also, another factor that plays into the decision of what program to use is cost, right? So, I mean, the in-person classes, from what I remember researching, those are more expensive. Like, you know, you're being taught, you're being tested, you're being, someone's there to make you accountable. You know, you're going to classes. Which and now, like, there might not even be as many in-person classes, mm-hmm. but even the online programs, they're not free. No, they're not free. I yeah. mean, the now, because of COVID, the online programs are just as expensive as the live ones yeah. were, you know? And they've gotten a lot better. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, those were be in the private tutors, right? So I think mm-hmm. classes private and private tutors, tutors yes. are going to be the more expensive options. I think then it's going to be the courses like the online courses, self-paced courses like mm-hmm. Power Score, Blueprint, um, all of those. And then we have the free ones like Khan Academy. Like you guys love that one so much. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of options. So let's just talk about them for a little bit. Yeah. So the number one most recommended was Khan Academy. Yes. And as many of you know, you get that free whenever you sign up to take the LSAT. And it has questions practice uh, practice tests. And it also, um, obviously we haven't taken these courses because we've already taken the LSAT, but you guys told us that they have this planner where it will, you input your test date and it will make a plan for you. Mm. So it, it just automatically makes a study plan for you. So it's that's easy what you to, need, yeah, right? it's that's easy what to follow. About, yeah. Um, and a lot of these, a lot of programs have that. I know blueprint had that for me. Um, and I know it really helped me. So I know that if, I probably should have just used Khan Academy. I know so many people who did and I wouldn't have like spent so much money taking the LSAT twice, getting two different programs to try to figure out how I learned. So if you're just starting your journey, I would really take a look at Khan Academy because that's the free one, you Mm -hmm. know? Also, I mean, you can't just pay for a course and think that you're going to like learn everything. That's definitely what I thought I would do. LOL. So yeah, you have to really like sit down and try, obviously. So With that being said, if you do Khan Academy and it gives you a schedule, I mean, what else could you ask for, you know? And I think um, we forgot to mention this, but before you even start any of this, I would really recommend, and we're going to link in the show notes, a practice exam that from, I mean, we'll just link whichever one we find. They're all the same pretty much. Um, And you can take it and score yourself and see where you land And that is probably the best gauge of where you're at, how much help you might need. Um, And, you know, you have your goals, you know, what schools you want to go to probably. So it can just help out a lot. I think that's the first step before you even start all of this. Absolutely. And I know a lot of you guys are doing research. That's why you're asking. And there's so many options out there, so it can be overwhelming. But a few of the paid online options that we found and that you guys suggested. They all have LSAT in the name, of course. So it's like, as soon as you Google LSAT, it's like eight different options come up. Like, I can totally see why you guys are like, uh, hey ladies, do y'all know what these are? I get it. I'm Googling them right now and I'm thinking, what? You know? So uh, all of them also, also too, if you have to realize that a lot of these paid courses, people will say like, oh, they worked so well for me. And then, oh, they didn't work well for me. Um, so we just want to tell you guys about them just so that you can like go and make your own decision. Like Samantha said at the beginning of the episode, we're not experts and this is not legal advice, LOL. So we're just going to lay them out there and 
Also, if you really want to know like the deets, go join the Facebook group and read the the comments and posts about the LSAT because that's literally where we're getting all this information. Okay. Tell them, Samantha. Okay. So I'm a little conflicted about this one because on Instagram, we asked you guys what your favorite programs were. And so many of you said LSAT max prep. Yet in our Facebook group, I don't know if people are just, you know, I don't know. Right. I don't know why there's such a difference here. I don't know if they're But like I said, things can work different. Exactly. So just, so just take it with a grain of salt. So on Instagram, that LSAT max was the one that got the most, like I tried it and I liked it and I recommend it in our Facebook group. A lot of people said they didn't like it. They liked it better than Kaplan, which we'll get to that. Um, and a lot of people said that they used it and didn't love it and they loved other ones. So I don't know what they didn't really say why they didn't like it, right? But I would say take it with a grain of salt, join the Facebook group, and t- LSAT Max was probably the one that I had the most. I didn't know where to place it on the list. So you guys were, you know, on both sides of the fence. And honestly, if anyone wants to go in the group and give us a full review of LSAT Max and why you did or did not like it, I would really appreciate that. And we can share. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of other people would appreciate it too. So another one that we were referenced was LSAT trainer. And so going back to talking about a more self-paced student, it's literally called the remarkable self-study guide for a self-driven student. So, you know, I think back to when I took the LSAT and being self-driven, that's what I always wish looking back, I was more of that. So if you know that you're dedicated and you're willing, buy this book. Let's see how much it is. We'll be right back. Hey guys, we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers, Audible. Yes, Audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks, offering an extensive library of thrillers, nonfiction, autobiographies, and mysteries. And guess what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners, and all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime. Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frieda McBadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it? Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go. And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management. What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing. So, if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer. Also, just side comment. It's not even a side comment because it's about the books. It's only $40. It's Yes. And so many of you guys said that this was your holy grail. 
like straight there up it is. so many in the Facebook group and on Instagram. It's like the Bible. Like yes. saying, yeah. And you guys were like, it helped so much, made it so much more understandable. So I wish that I had known about the LSAT mm-hmm. trainer. So I, 40 bucks that's on the cheaper side. So Go get that book. It might Seriously. be a good starter. It might. It also might be a good supplement. You That's know, to have like, as like. Well, if you're thinking about taking the LSAT and you're thinking, guys, I don't really know what kind of study or learner I am. What should I do? I'm thinking, recommend this book. Buy it on Amazon. Forty bucks. Get it at your house. Take uh, read over it. Look at it, and then take a practice test and see where you rank. And then think, okay, now how much more do I need to raise? How much more do I need to, or how do I feel about this? And then go from there. And if you're like, okay, I can dedicate some serious time. I can sit down and do this. Then get on Khan Academy and make you a little schedule. Okay. That's awesome. Dude, I wish I had this podcast when I was doing all this. Because I I seriously did not know anything. Like, I didn't know that there was more than, like, three LSAT programs. You know, you just don't know these things when you don't have anyone around you who's doing the same things, like taking the LSAT, trying to go to law school. Exactly. So another one that was recommended also has a podcast, which is great because I know you guys listen to podcasts and it it's called LSAT Demon and their tagline is don't pay for law school with Ben and Nathan's killer explanation. But it's like, don't pay for law school because it's true, right? Get a scholarship. The LSAT is usually what gets you that scholarship. And on their little page, it talks about money which we just talked about and how that they're a lower rate program, which is awesome. And the fact that everything's at your fingertips, you can use it on your computer, your phone, your iPad, and it's a community. There's just more of this sense of belonging, I think, which is important. Me and Samantha talked about this when we were getting ready for this episode about how lonely it was to study for the LSAT and how nice it was to come to law school and be with other people who were also studying. So this could be really, really nice. I think this would be a great um, option for you guys who don't want to pay for the in-person classes that are quite pricey. Yeah. $95 a month is honestly not that bad if you only have to study for three few, months. Yeah. Like that's, even six months. That's it's so worth it. The, it's less than I paid for Kaplan. Yeah. yeah. And um, so many of you guys recommended LSAT Demon. Um, like seriously, a lot of you guys just take my word for it. I wish we could post every single time yeah, someone said it. It'd could, be a lot. Like a chart. Like yeah. it's like 80 people said this, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah. We'll do a little study. I mean, right. maybe one day. But also it talks about on the LSAT Demon about relationships with your instructors, which is nice because it, it's kind of going back to that idea of private tutoring, which we all like we all know is expensive. And this is an opportunity for you to get a relationship. Maybe go to someone if you're like, I have no idea or I'm stressed or what's a trick for this logic game? Things like that. So... Keep that in mind. And now we're just going to have a quick word from our sponsor. So you guys, I'm really excited about this sponsor, um, Angela Vorpal. So she was on our podcast late last year, and she talked about how to position yourself for a job in big law and kind of what that process looks like. So definitely check that episode out. We'll link it below. But anyway, she's a former big law associate herself. And she graduated in the top 1% of her law class. I know, right? And now she's a full-time law school strategy coach. And she teaches law students all of the techniques and actions to basically master your time, craft a study strategy to get top grades, and land your first job out of law school because that's what we all want, right? So... 
She's putting on a free, emphasis on free, 1L masterclass for anyone who is headed into law school this cycle. So you're probably wondering, what's in this free masterclass? It will cover the three biggest mistakes 1Ls make that prevent them from hitting their ambitious grade goals. And she's including her signature three-part framework to help you correct those mistakes and compete for top grades. So if you guys are looking to cut through the confusion and uncertainty that is 1L and really show yourself what you're capable of, be sure to check out Angela's free 1L masterclass. But man, Samantha, I wish that there was something like this when we would have started law school because it would have been so nice to not only know what to expect, but how to consistently get an A. As you know, I haven't made one yet, so maybe I need to join this class too. It's just such a tough thing to go through law school, so don't do it by yourself and make sure and join Angela at her free masterclass. To sign up, the link will be below, but in case you're just, you know, want to do it right now, it's www.1l, that's a uh, number one, letter L, masterclass.com. All right. All right. So the next one that you guys raved and raved about was Seven Sage, which on their website, it says over 100,000 students have taken the LSAT using their program. And honestly, with the amount of people who said they use Seven Sage, I totally believe it. So, oh my goodness. Their their website is amazing. It says that they, I, the one thing that caught my eye was full LSAT analytics. Oh, okay. Also, they, okay, guys, this is what we're going to um, link for you guys yes. because they have a free trial, no payments with a sample lesson, one LSAT prep test and a hundred questions with explanations. Boom. I didn't even know that this was offered, but now we're going to link it so you guys can take Try your it. practice LSAT and tell us what you think. Yeah. Um, honestly, now that you guys know about the free options and all of that, we kind of just set you up for like great LSAT scores on a budget. Yeah. But this also, if you end up liking how Seven Sage Works. operates, yeah. they have the option to upgrade to other programs. To a month by month, which we know is a good option, um, good on the bank account. But they also have a 12 month prepaid option if you're like, okay, guys, I'm doing the gap here. I need to commit. I'm trying to get that 179. Then you can also do that. They also have flex and classic formats, which I know so many people stress about because all the crazy LSATness that has been going on with COVID and everything. So they also have 8,000 questions with explanations on their paid version. So it's like, that's so many questions. I can't even imagine going through all of that, but I bet if you did, you're going to get that good score. I look back and I really wonder like, what was the thing that wasn't driving me to study like all the time for the LSAT, you know? And I seriously think that I've taken one of these classes from the get go or had an accountability partner guys um, I guess other side note, you know me in our Facebook group, a bunch of people have been asking for accountability partners. And I would really recommend that if you guys don't have anyone to study with, or you don't want to do one of the classes, having an accountability partner where you can just, you know, check in with each other and be like, Hey, did you study today? today? Or you can even zoom each other. I mean, there's a lot of options out there. Um, and I just think it's great to have someone to take that journey with, you know? Absolutely. Well, now we're getting into the price price. These are the these are the ones if if you want to pay the big bucks and commit, this is going to be one of your options. Princeton Review, I know I looked at this. I wish I would have done this one. 
for what I paid. But there are four different options. They also have private tutoring on there. And I'll let you know right now, it's over $150 an hour. So that's, that's pricey and that's a privilege. And you, you know, you want to keep that in mind. They also have codes and they have a guarantee as well on there. So go on there and check it out if you're interested um, in looking at Princeton Review and some of their options that they have. Yeah, a lot of you said Princeton Review, and I personally hadn't looked at this one when I was searching, but now that I see the price tag, that's probably why, because I was a college student and I couldn't afford that. But um, I know that they have really great results. Yeah, I've heard that as well. And they do it for other tests as well, so it's one of those things that... Don't they have like the MCAT? Yeah, and even SAT, you know, the OG tests. (laughs) Another one that is recommended is our previous sponsor, LSAT Blueprint. And as you guys know, if you listen to our episode, if not, go back and listen. They have some really great options and they also have kind of that calendar aspect and the self-paced mix with classes all in one platform. They also have different courses. They have a free trial. Most of them are offering the free trial. I think, you know, just to, no one wants to pay thousands of dollars without really getting their feet wet. I totally understand that. Um, they also have a self-paced course and live courses. So that's nice because if you want to do a more online option, you don't want to go in person or you live somewhere where you really couldn't go in person, maybe have kiddos, you can use this LSAT blueprint. They, and also I think their instructors and their instructor relationships, um, can be really prosperous too. So I used Blueprint for my second LSAT, and you got if you've listened to the episode, I've talked about it before, but if you haven't, um, I'll give you my little review on it. So back when I took the LSAT, um, twenty it was spring of 2019, no, like January of 2019, and then, yeah, because I had to retake it. Um, and I used Blueprint, and I had about a month in between LSATs, so it's not like... I was going to make that much of an improvement, but they do guarantee that your score will go up if you use them. So um, I did the self-paced course and they do give you a little calendar of how much you should be studying or how many lessons you should go through and how how many questions, when you should take an LSAT prep exam. And I found it easy to follow. I liked the videos and I, I personally like the online version rather than the power score books. I just, I just don't jive with it, you know? Um, so yeah, it got my score up guaranteed and I would recommend it for anyone who likes video type. Well, I mean, I haven't taken it in two years. It could have changed, but back when I did, it was very interesting animated videos and it was great. Yeah. And also another recommended program, (laughs) trying to think of the word there. Another recommended program is PowerScore, as we were talking about earlier, what Samantha used at first. And uh, so many people will see the PowerScore books, but now after doing a little more research, they also have private tutoring and LSAT analytics as well. I don't know if that's new. I think that might be news. I don't think... Yeah, I think a lot of things have changed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and with like COVID, I think so many people had to really change their business platforms. Okay. So they have private tutoring. Heck yeah. It's in person or live online. So I just think if you're like me, I could have used so much one-on-one help, even if it's just like once that one time you needed to ask someone that you just really couldn't understand this, 
this is an easy way to hop on there and do that. Um, I'm not sure of their pricing, but we will link it below, of course. From what I remember, and this was just for the PowerScore Bible, like the full package, I think it was about, at the time, um, probably like $500 for all the books. But that didn't include, you know, anything else, any extras, no, no, no scheduling or anything like that. I think, I mean, I just can't remember, honestly, it was just so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, I liked power score, you know, it, it just, I couldn't keep up without having some sort of plan for me. You know, I needed that calendar. I needed some stimulation, like videos to get me through it because it just, you know, if when you're a student and also and when you're working, you know, you're going to school all day. And then the last thing for me that I wanted to do was sit there and like read and write. Mm-hmm. And I would rather be able to take notes and watch videos. And that's just me, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm just looking over their different pricing structures and they cost the same as Princeton Review, relatively the same. The more hours you buy for private tutoring, the price decreases. So, which that's always great, right? But you're also paying so much money. It's like, is this great? I don't know. Um, They also have a connection to the LSAC. And that is a way that they connect your LSAT analytics. So once you've taken a test, this might be a good option to get in there, get them to look at your tests analytically, and then maybe have five hours of tutoring or whatever you might think. So those are the top options that we feel comfortable giving you or, you know, throwing out there for you guys and telling you guys to go check out and do some more research for yourself to see if it's the right fit. Yeah. Cause we know that there are literally dozens of these programs, but we trust that you guys are giving us good recommendations and we are only going to recommend what, you know, people have said is good. Absolutely. And that being said, when people say something is not good, we also have to tell you guys. Yeah. And mind you, this was everyone's opinion, you know. IMO. Is, yeah. <laughs> this is just all opinions. And, you know, we, I believe Haley took this course so yeah. she can give you her personal opinion on it. But yeah, the one we're referring to, and it's almost like a suspense buildup, you know. Right. We kind, but, of already, we kind of already told you, but. It was Kaplan. Okay. Yeah. So many of you guys said, do not do Kaplan. There's so much better than Kaplan. Don't pay for Kaplan. Not Kaplan. Like, you guys went hard on not doing Kaplan um, in the Facebook group and on Instagram. So I trust that you guys uh, didn't really like it. No one really was specific on why they didn't like it. Um, I'll tell you why I didn't like it. Okay. Well, why don't we listen to Haley's (laughs) testimony? So I lived in Dallas whenever I was getting ready to take the LSAT. So I was just like, okay, I want to do an in-person course because I want to like get back in the classroom. That's just what felt most natural for me. I had a job, like Samantha said, I could afford to pay for the class. So I found a course Kaplan was the first one that popped up. Huge mistake to pick the first link and just go with it, right? Do research. Biggest tip of this episode, do your research. And I went and I went through it. It was so overwhelming, you guys. Like the way that they taught it, it was like you were supposed to already kind of know it. I don't know. It didn't really work out for me. 
it was so like stressful to be honest. But then I ended up taking it again. Like the, you know, they have like a money back guarantee. Like basically if you don't get your score up from the last test that you take, I mean, the best part about it is that it makes you take practice tests, but you can also do that on your own time. And I definitely recommend doing that. But I took it again. And even just like the second time I was just kind of like, I shouldn't have done this. I should have done something different. Like it was like the money back guarantee. You get to take it again. Um, And yeah, I mean, but by that point I was like so over it. I didn't want to do it again. So looking at all these different options, I definitely think I would have picked something a little different, something where I probably could have done for the price I paid. I probably would have done some private tutoring because I think that would have just, like I said, I needed some questions answered and like just help me through the thought process that I definitely wasn't getting um, in that course. I also think that they were just very like, um, you like should already know this. Like, what are you doing? You know, the people who were teaching. So it was just like a not friendly environment. I mean, or yeah, maybe not, not friendly. Just, it wasn't did you the, feel like it wasn't like you didn't have a relationship with the professor? I mean, the instructors. Well that, but also I felt like it was just, kind of just taking your money. And yeah, I'm honestly, completely honest. honestly from what everyone has said and yeah. everyone's like, don't spend your money here. That kind of, that kind of indicates vibe. to me. Yeah. That, that's the vibe. Yeah, yeah. That's the vibe. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt. I know a bunch of you have used Kaplan and yeah. have done fine, you know, yeah. cause and everyone, gotten into law school just yes, like me yeah. and everyone learns differently. And this is a test that you can learn. Trust me. Cause I've seen it and I <laughs> wish I had done what I know now. Yeah. Seriously absolutely. guys, I could be at, well, I almost said Were you about to be at Harvard? Harvard? <laughs> I knew it. I could I could hear it on your on your tongue. <laughs> I was like, but you know, like I know I can like succeed at law school. Yeah. At this point. So like I could have done it, but you know, we're at different stages in our lives yeah. when we take this test. Like you might be thirty five years old, have worked, you know, a ton, have a family, and you're like oh, yeah, I can do. I can enough. do anything. I can do anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, give me that book. I can read it all night and make a one eighty. You know, like, yeah. there's. It's just. It's different for everybody, and that's why we really want to make sure you guys think about those questions we talked about in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, like assess where you're at in life. Yeah, how much time you have, how much money you have, yep. or want to spend. Yep. If it's even worth it, honestly. Yeah, some of these might not be worth it, and maybe it's better to kind of, you know, invest a little bit. In yourself at the beginning and then more as it goes on. Yeah. Maybe gauge where you're at Yeah, because you'd be surprised how much you can learn if you really set your mind to it. Yes. And you're diligent. And I wish if I could tell myself like my old self, go back, you just need to put in two more hours. Like don't give up. You don't need to go to the bar. It's not going to be worth it. You got 10 questions wrong in a row. It's okay. Keep on going. Yeah. Even when you're just like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're that little voice telling you. Keep it up keep it up mm-hmm. keep it going because if you do like you will succeed Absolutely. i promise like it's a, a learnable test and everyone tells you that and i know it's hard to believe that yeah but you can do test. it. You exactly. can learn it. You can do it. And it's absolutely Samantha's a hundred percent right. You guys can do this. So we hope that we were able to give you some insight on the mystery of the LSAT. Um, (laughs) You know, it was honestly interesting to hear all the different types of comments you guys had on these programs. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just crazy. And I wish, like I said... 10 times in this episode. (laughs) I wish I had this episode or something like this back when I was uh, in your guys' shoes. So on that note, 
obviously join the Facebook group. This yeah. is where all this information plus more. I mean, we the couldn't read. If you search LSAT in the Facebook group, there's, so many there's like probably a hundred plus posts about all types of LSAT stuff. Yep. Um, so and people and people share their scores. On yes. There. And they so share their scores about how tea. much they jumped. Yep. Um, you know, that's just a personal thing. I don't want to yeah, like call anybody me out. Me neither. So go check that. And people also like share their study plans, ask for accountability partners. They've formed zoom groups. Um, yeah. So yeah. it's been great. And I'm glad that you guys are finding ways to connect with people and, you know, take, the, I wish I, like I said, I wish I had like someone like Haley to take the LSAT with <laughs> right, and like yes. we could have been studying because we know that we can do it. Yes. Um, so yeah, go on, get on Facebook, like our Facebook, follow us on Instagram, of course, so you can answer more questions when we ask and yep. yeah, stay safe, stay safe out there guys. And good luck in your LSAT studies. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.